one, three. All right, so go ahead. Type in the boneyard. Nineteen ninety. Uh, finally, nineteen ninety one. So the war just the war just started. Uh, go ahead and uh, nineteen ninety one. The boneyard. And then uh, when you see the B movie archive two mm-hmm. channel, click the link, hit pause, move the timer to zero zero zero, and when we say go, hit go, and we'll watch the movie synced up. Now, we have a very special celebrity comedian to do our countdown for the movie. And let's find out a little bit more uh, about the celebrity comedian. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown. This time with Jessica Miranda. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you. Thank you, Carl. It's great to be here. Now, we've been knowing each other a long time in the comedy community here in beautiful, sunny New Jersey. I even knew you, like, when you first started out. How long ago was that? Oh, it's it's about, it's three years, and I, I, I never know whether I should completely count the uh, the year that we were in lockdown, but I, it's been three, yes, it's three years. Yeah, so that is, I mean, if it's only three years, you've really come a long way. I mean, you're booked all the time. You were booked a lot in 2021, despite the pandemic. So, but the pandemic's put us on Zoom things. I know that you haven't done many Zoom shows, but we've been on Zooms together. You got Sharon Simon's virtual comedy club Zoom thing in the pandemic. I mean, what's different for you on Zoom than live that maybe keeps you away from Zoom? Okay, so, you know, I I did Zoom uh, pretty regularly for uh, almost eight or nine months during Mm. the lockdown, and I got very used to it. Uh, But it's almost, it has a feeling of like you're recording for television. Uh, You don't interact with anyone. You're looking at this tiny little circle on your laptop. And um, so the the feeling is very different uh, than when you're on stage. So I found that I was, uh, when I was coming off of Zoom and back onto stage, I, I, I felt like I really couldn't go back and forth easily. I don't, a lot of people can do it. I see them Uh doing uh it, but I couldn't. So I haven't done Zoom for almost nine months now and then I just did my first little zoom show recently and it felt good it was good practice you know but I just um it's it's just hard for me to go back and forth that's yeah uh, that's, yeah yeah because when you get on stage it's a much different feeling than uh being in the zoom you might be delivering setup punch but it's not the same as being in the room of course you must prefer being live just like me right zoom is exactly Yes, exactly. And I, and, you know, it's funny because, but I, you, you mentioned that I, you know, get booked a lot and it's, I'm pretty new as a comedian. And I know yeah. that that's a lot surprising to a lot of people, but I think it was really the Zoom experience and meeting and networking with all the people that I met over the whole time on Zoom that got me booked in 2021. Um, yeah, you know, there... I would, <clears throat> go ahead. No, I was just going to say there are positives to this pandemic, even though they're just happenstance like that networking and stuff. So you were saying that some of your uh, meeting people, your contacts got you booked uh, for real. For real. I mean, I, you know, I started out with Dad Fan and Friends in the very beginning, which was great because I was meeting all these people from L.A. And um, yeah. and then when I, I, I decided, well, I was it was actually uh, brought up to me that I really should be um, working with more New York and New Jersey area comedians. So then I started to look for more Zoom shows in this area and I found Comedy Therapy with Jim Mandrinos. 
and I started to do their mics and their shows. Um, and uh, then I did a, a, a contest with them with 64 comedians, and I ended up winning first place. <laughs> and, That's terrific. Yeah, it is. It was unbelievable. It was such an exciting time. And it was a month long competition. And I was just doing working at it every day because we were all just locked down. Yeah. So it was exciting. And in that time, I, you know, got exposure. Uh, Cara Montgomery ended up booking me live on Funny Women of a Certain Age from that. Um, And then from there, I got, you know, seen from a lot of other bookers and and just it's just been a great, uh, you know, path to doing lots and lots of comedy in great places. And Mendros also has that, like, comedy writing class I think you're involved with now. Yes, and it's funny because he gave it to me a couple of times, which is because I've been working with him for a while, doing live shows and Zoom shows and also running a mic for him. Mm-hmm. And um, I haven't been able to sit down and really focus for 30 days every day. It's a daily exercise. So um, this is my third time actually signing up for it. But uh-huh. this time I'm really, I'm really committed to doing the work every day for 30 days. And so we're like on day eight now and uh, it's going very well. So, and I'm actually taking it with my sister. So we're doing uh-huh. it together. It's always fun to take stuff together. And so it's a, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, you're both comedians and there's a lot to learn from there. And one of the things about Zoom uh, that I found interesting, I mean, as you know, we are on Mutiny Radio right now. And that our show has been on Mutiny Radio for years and years and years. And you met our fearful leader, Pam Benjamin, not through mutiny, but through these Zooms, right? Yes, yes. I met Pam Benjamin very early in the pandemic because I was put into a group of comedians from all over. I don't even know who put me in that group, Mm. but I was in this group where we were just meeting up on Zoom every night for socializing and also going over new material and bits and just getting to know each other. And Pam was in there and I, you know, she was always like, you know, just such a friendly person and just you know just a fun person yeah she's a great person to talk to and i haven't spoken to her in a while but i'm 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 excited to you know remember and and think about that time period and she's an amazing cook she's like a chef she's amazing (laughs) she does everything i mean she keeps this place together and we love her bam penjamin that's great so one of the reasons you're busy and can't be like focusing all the time is because you've been a teacher for over 20 years and that puts you also in like zoom situations right what's that been like yeah teaching is you know it's been really amazing kids are resilient and the teachers are resilient and i think everybody's had a great attitude but it's it's been it's had its challenges um but i really also feel like um although i focus a lot on my teaching career teaching is really uh, been, uh, you know, uh, kind of a, a, a platform for me to, to practice comedy my whole 20 something years <laughs> because I've had this, yeah, <laughs> I have a captive audience in my, in my, <laughs> palm of my hand, like every, every uh, five periods a day, I can tell the same story five different times and see which <laughs> way.
FM. This is the Found Round Sound Show going down. We've got to thank uh, Community Thrift for most of this. And then also Sean from Bugout Square on Tuesday. Let me fill in for his show. So listen to those. is what we do with it. I feel that those of us in television are chosen to be servants. It doesn't matter what our particular job. We are chosen to help meet the deeper needs of those who watch and listen day and night. The conductor of the orchestra at the Hollywood Bowl grew up in a family that had little interest in music. But he often tells people he found his early inspiration in the fine musicians on television. Last month, a 13-year-old boy abducted an 8-year-old girl. And when people ask him why, he said he learned about it on TV. Something different to try, he said. Life's cheap. What does it matter? Well, life isn't cheap. It's the greatest mystery of any millennium. And television needs to do all it can to broadcast that. To show and tell what the good in life is all about. But how do we make goodness attractive? by doing whatever we can to bring courage to those whose lives move near our own, by treating our neighbor at least as well as we treat ourselves, and allowing that to inform 
everything that we produce. Who in your life has been such a servant to you? Who has helped you love the good that grows within you? such a servant to you? Who has helped you love the good that grows within you? Let's just take 10 seconds to think of some of those people who have loved us and wanted what was best for us in life. Those who have encouraged us to become who we are tonight. Just 10 seconds of silence. I'll watch the time.
MutinyRadio.fm This is the Found Round Sound Show Remember one hour from now It'll be watching movie With Spiegelman and Carl So get ready Also remember to check out the other shows Gates of Delirium Wednesday 6 to 8 Bug House Square Tuesday 6 to 8 Claudia and the Loaf Tuesdays 8 to 10 Get that shit in your ear man seen a baby bouncing up and down in the crib in time to some music? When you think of it, some of that baby's first messages from his or her parents may have been lullabies, or at least the music of their speaking voices. All of us have had the experience of hearing a tune from childhood and having that melody evoke a memory or a feeling. The music we hear early on tends to stay with us all our lives.
Solitude is different from loneliness, and it doesn't have to be a lonely kind of thing. Solitude is different from loneliness, and it doesn't have to be a lonely kind of thing. Solitude is different from loneliness, and it doesn't have to be a lonely kind of thing. Most of us, I believe, admire strength. It's something we tend to respect in others, desire for ourselves, and wish for our children. Sometimes, though, I wonder if we confuse strength with other words, like aggression and even violence. Real strength is neither male nor female, but it is quite simply, quite simply, one of the finest characteristics that any human being can possess.
she held the little rabbit close in her arms and flew with him into the wood.
by the sea. The orders were fine, but I choked on my wine when I learned that the main course was me. Solitude is different from loneliness, and it doesn't have to be a lonely kind of thing. Thank you. 